0: Your source for all things Texas Tech. This is the Ask Level Podcast from Double T 97.3. Hey, what's happening?
1: Welcome into episode number 22 of the Ask Level Podcast with the man, the myth, the legend, Chris Level. I'm Choice Woodman. Glad that you've chosen to make us part of your week. However, wherever you may be listening, it may not be the greatest week if you're a Texas Tech basketball fan. We'll spend some time in that. touch on some Texas Tech football players individually, former and current um but uh Chris level, how are we doing this week
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i'm'm I'm doing I'm doing fine yeah, right, I'm go. doing fine I Good. uh. I, I, you know, obviously, like like most, uh, would you know, wish they would uh, not be in, in last place uh, in the Big Twelve in, in men's basketball right now. That's been tough, um, yeah, to to endure. After you know, it just seems like this happened just really, really fast. You know, just like sure. to be Sweet Sixteen, and then you're kind of ranked in the top twenty five, and now you've kind of. You know, you're you're just in last place in the Big Twelve. I don't know any other way else to uh, to to say or say it, uh, but uh, yeah. But other than that, I'm doing okay. But it, it makes it hard. I mean, you, you're yeah. When you when you broadcast for teams that go through this, and I've been through this before uh, with with this program, and I I hope it doesn't return to those days like uh, consistently because that that was really that was not a fun time, right? Uh, because of what we've seen, what we've seen this program achieve, but it's hard, man. People are stressed. People are trying. They're they're searching. They're trying to figure out: uh, Do we stick with what we've been doing? Do we change this? Uh, players are questioning everything. Coaches are questioning. Everything. It's just hard. And then, and then you're showing up at least on the road, you know, in front of uh, sold out crowds, and it's just again. It, it's you know because it's back to back Saturdays where you've you've you played close games, right. semi close I should say, in, in front of sellout crowds, and you haven't you haven't just melted. Uh, but um in fact, I guess every game except for the the TCU game, you, you've you've dealt with uh, capacity crowd because Ames was this way as well. Uh, TCU uh, on New Year's Eve was a tech you know lot yeah. of tech fans there but anyways uh it, it's just but it, it it's it's makes it hard on everybody um <laughs> and it sucks losing i think one of
1: the things level that makes it harder is if if it would have been a team that was if it's it's college basketball maybe even 10 years ago where you don't use the transfer portal like you do if it's a team where you lose just a ton of seniors you're like okay we're anticipating a a rebuild year you, you can kind of brace yourself for that but you got a team with a ton of talent and people keep saying that outside of Lubbock, Texas, You're like, man, look at this team and how much talent there is individually, but they just can't find a way to put it together. And that's what's so, so maddening and, and games like we saw on Saturday where they, they give you hope. <laughs> you can try to go into the game just like, okay, no expectations. We're going to expect not to win. You, you kind of try to set yourself up where you don't, get your hopes up and then they have such a good first half in the game and they play so well. And we've seen that so much in this league where you, they play good basketball for stretches and then it dissipates. So that's what, that's what's hard to watch is that you see it for moments. You see the, the potential there for moments of what could be
0: yet you're sitting here. zero seven right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I don't, I don't want to, disagree with people that say you're you're talented there is talent on this basketball team however i think that's been overstated uh quite a bit by a lot okay. of folks and, and here's where i would come at at that from it, it it's a true statement however when you compare it to the other nine teams or the other seven or eight teams fair enough they're yeah. they're, they're they're not very talented um you know they don't have an NBA guy on their team right now. They don't. They don't have anything really close to it. And you know, I mean, I I, I think uh, Keontae Johnson is an NBA guy that they just faced. I think they faced three from Baylor earlier in the week. I think Mike Miles at TCU is going to be that. Um, Texas has got a, a variety of. So I mean, I and, and I just it's not it's not their fault per se, but your guards just aren't as good as the guards on these better teams, you know, yeah. or not playing to that, to that uh, level. Um, and it's a lot to ask. I get it, but um, that that's, that's how I would answer that. And, and you can, if you do have talent, then, then, then you, you, you say, well, they're not being coached correctly or not being put in the right position. And there's probably some of that too. And in fact, I think, uh, Mark and his staff are still searching for the right buttons to push on how to how to use uh, Fardos and how do you, how, you know what what's the best way to do it. But uh, anyway, the, the the league is is not helping with those answers because the league is really, really difficult. Right. Yeah. The, the, the game, the game over the weekend, uh, it's a 50 50 game like that was the, it wasn't, you know, 50 50 proposition. No, that, that was the score. It was 50 to 50 with 727 <laughs> left. Yeah, and they would go on. I think they outscored you eighteen to eight from that point on uh, in the game, and so you you, don't, you just don't have a you don't have a closer on your team. That, that's why you know th- the talent this and that. You can talk about it. There is no Keenan Evans. There's no Jarrett Culver. There's no Bryson Williams. There's there's nobody that you throw the ball to, and you know uh, I mean, I mean your, your starting point guard Davion Harmon had one assist in this game versus Kansas State. That's just yeah. not. You know, he scores 13 points, but it's you, – you don't have anybody on your team that makes life easier for everybody else, okay? And that's what, that's what some of these NBA or elite-level guards in this league, they kind of widen it uh, for everybody because they either – stop a run start one of your own or or they can they can be a closer of sorts they can get you or get to the free throw line yeah uh, things like that whenever you're you're struggling like like we've seen some of these great players I talked about in your recent stretch of uh, even like a guy like jamias ramsey who was an nba guy you know uh he he was kind of your your dude for for the one year so i just don't know if you have that uh gary i mean look at for example uh, let's see here. Marquise Noel, he plays 36 minutes. The dude is five foot eight. Yep, five eight, 160. Uh, he has 23 points, five assists, eight rebounds. Yep, eight. So, I mean, you you just look at what some of the guards in this league are doing, and it's just, you know, it's just frustrating because you're, you, you're, you know, and then O'Banner. That's a whole separate story. I yes. thought he may be your closer. I think you went to him. He had open looks. He just had a day to forget in Manhattan. Just no other way around it. Uh oh for five from the free throw line. Ouch. Uh yeah, one of six from three, four of twelve. And and again, he's diving on the floor. He's trying to take charges. He's trying to do the shots just wouldn't fall. And that that's kind of who everybody thought your your quote unquote closer would be. He's your best free throw shooter on paper, or he was. Uh, Pop is now, but it's just like head scratching.
1: Just feels like this team has found a way to lose basketball games in so many different ways, whether it's free throws, whether it's a big player not being able to hit shots. When you watch all these other good teams in the Big 12, and you've faced a lot of them so far, they just knock down shots in big moments. I mean, good good teams but good players make plays in big moments and you're just lacking that when it there there's people that can stop runs for other teams yeah, that's that what I'm saying. you lack like playmaking you yeah. lack like playmaking and, and that's just as simply put as it is <clears throat> basketball IQ seems to be lower than it should be i mean how do you have two di- separate 5 second calls uh,
0: out of bounds in a game yeah. it, like and, there's no those seem like in slow motion too. It's like there's not a lot of movement and, and that, you know, last year, I hate to always do this, uh, but last year it just seemed like you you scored six to eight points on those in games. And when you looked at the end of the game, it's like these are all one or two, three possession types. And those could be the difference in the game and it right now, it looks like you're just struggling to get the ball in bounds at times, much less try to score. Now you, there was an and one opportunity for Kevin O'Banner early in the game, but other than that, yeah, two of them are turnovers. And then, and the other ones, you're just throwing the ball, uh, you know, to half court, just trying to get it in. So uh, that, that is, is well said here. Here's my question for you. Here, here's what I would ask. Mm. Um, if, 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 because this week they can go two and zero. And it's not that much of a stretch. You play the ninth place team in the Big Twelve, West Virginia, at home. Then I think that people probably haven't been paying attention, but you play LSU in Baton Rouge. I don't think there's going to be anybody there hardly. Yeah. Uh, But they have lost either six or seven games in a row, Uh, and so they've kind of started out the league like uh, like you have pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. And they play Arkansas the middle of this week, but they they've just which is they're going to be a heavy underdog. So there, it's not out of the realm of possibility that you can't you can go two and zero this week, and if you do, all of a sudden the sun shines a little bit brighter. You start to feel better about yourself. Maybe you kind of get a little confidence and and some things like that. And and, and but my question was, if it doesn't happen this this week, I just don't see it happening. Do you, do you agree or disagree?
1: Well, that was one of our questions from from. Uh... The audience, Andrew asked, when
0: will we win a game? Uh and
1: I think it's gotta be Tuesday. I mean, you or or Saturday. Wednesday. I'm sorry, Wednesday, yeah, pardon me. Yeah. Sorry, Wednesday. <laughs> uh, we're so used to playing every game on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday or Saturday, if you're not winning one of those, I, I agree. It just feels like it's gonna crumble at some point. there's still fight left in this team. You could tell they're still fighting, they still want it, but at yeah. some point you're gonna you're gonna find that point where the fight just runs out if you can't. Get a result. One of these, yeah, yeah. So.
0: I, I, I don't, I don't disagree because I, I mean Kansas State is really good. Uh, I mean, there, there's, there's ten thousand people there. Their first place team of the Big Twelve. I mean, you, you've kind of seen uh, the upper echelon, uh, and that, that also hasn't helped because if you look at the top half of the standings, mm-hmm. I mean, you. You should have beaten Oklahoma. If you don't get hosed on a on a call at the end and your guys get hurt, you beat Oklahoma. I, I don't. I, I say that ten out of ten times. Uh, the end of the Kansas you, game, right? Kansas game. Sorry, yeah. and, and yeah. then but it cost you the Oklahoma game. Is right, right, right. I get it. Yeah, and so but you've seen Kansas, you've seen Kansas State, you've seen TCU, you've seen Baylor, you've seen Texas. The, these are this is the sweet spot for, and you've seen Iowa State. So you haven't played Oklahoma State yet. You haven't played West Virginia yet. There's four games amongst those two. You get some of the these teams that I just mentioned in the top half. You get them at home. But if you get a little traction, you know, uh, this week, maybe you can build on it a little bit. But yeah. you got You got to start somewhere. You've got to get one before anything can happen. And if they'll just keep kind of uh, believing and fighting and, and all that. Because defensively is where it was pretty good against Kansas State. That's where oh. I was kind of – uh impressed and they gave up some threes and they but but they really clogged the paint and that's where Kansas State really hammers you they attack the rim and I thought Keontae Johnson he got he got his double digits but he really grinded for it and it wasn't sure. toward until the very end they really kind of shut him down uh for the most part but that's how good some of these players are you do everything you can to stop them specifically and they still are good enough to get theirs
1: that was probably the best defensive game you played in conference play up to this point. You say well,
0: uh, well, well, it's it's up there. And, and yeah. I think Mark, Mark's trying to – and, again, this is what we've all been – you know, you, you just need to play to your identity. And right now you don't really have one, and this is your backbone of your program. And so, you know – and it, and it's hard, man, because Fardoz, he can't – he's not quick enough out there on the perimeter when you switch off on everything to be guarded. He's just really big. Yeah, and he he kind of fouls Marquise Noel yesterday, uh, or over the weekend, whenever it was, um, when he he hits him on a three point attempt and gives him three free throws because he just can't help it because he's like I'm not quick enough to stay in front of him, so I'm just gonna you know hammer down on him and uh, it ended yeah. up being a, a three free throws. So uh, you know anyway, but that's it's yeah. just it's just frustrating right now. I, I don't like losing. Nobody does. It's embarrassing. There's no way this program should be last place in the Big 12. Correct. You're not quite at the turn yet, but you're getting close. Uh, you're going to get a bit of a break this weekend because you have the SEC Challenge, which will be the last uh, one of, of its kind. And, you know, uh, there you go. All right, uh, a couple more basketball questions from the audience,
1: and we'll move on to a couple other topics. Uh, Kelly asks, why do you think Adams didn't go – After transfers with length and size of last year's squad, the defense seems to run so much better last year because of the team was so athletic and long at every position.
0: Yeah, I've I've asked myself uh, this a lot. I don't know what the thought process was last summer. Um, I think that that the results you're seeing now is a direct result of decisions you made at some Mm -hmm. level last summer. Uh, and, and again, so we're clear, uh, I, I think they were in on plenty of players. Uh, I think that, you know, NIL factors into it. I think if you take, you know, hey, this guy's connected to this guy. But if we take this guy, those guys are yeah. coming. There's all kinds of domino effect, too, that nobody really knows. And p- players are connected and all that. But, yeah, at face value, the the general fan doesn't care about that. I, I, I think that you – I'd be willing to bet that maybe he would do it over again if if asked, but I think they felt like they struggled so much on offense at times last year, and just weren't near uh, a threat on offense, like from deep, and and yeah. had no perimeter threats. That they just overcompensated and really just tried to recruit shooting, and yep. and almost you almost wonder if like okay, I'll teach them how to play defense, but if they can shoot then that's what we need because, and so you've got some, some shooters on this team, current team, but you also have given up a lot defensively. I I mean, if asked, I'd much rather be the grind it out, you know, group like you had last year, if you've got, you know, um, and, and it's that, that was such a unique team, uh, because of Bryson Williams and and things like that. Uh, you know, but there's so much length and size, and you know, and all those things. But yeah, I think that's well, the they just overcompensated for shooting.
1: Well, and you can already look to next year's class, if you want to call it that. He's, I think, I believe, on campus already. And Kyron Lindsay, he's more of that positionless, big, lengthy guy, right? I mean, the the guy that you bring in from Georgia.
0: Yes, but uh, younger, younger, and that's sure, that sure. that that's the that's the you know just I, I by would... body type, he's.
1: Well, he yeah, he's just—he's
0: just—he's young and and still immature. To the yeah. you know, he was a freshman this year at Georgia, and so, okay. and and I say immature. It's just you haven't you haven't grown up in this league yet, and all those things. Whereas right. those guys last year, man, it's just like these were twenty-four-year-old men, you know, and yeah. So, uh, Kyron Lindsay is that he's got the measurables, but he's still younger, so you're going to sure. live with some of the, the mistakes and all those kinds of things. But uh, anyway. This
1: question from Sam says, how big of a factor was Barrett Peary last year? And, uh, or is it just the offensive players this year that are struggling?
0: Oh, I I think uh, coach Peary was, uh, you know, heavily influenced last year's team. I think he's doing great at UNLV this year. They've got uh, some injuries at UNLV. He's doing great, but Steve Green and Al Pinkins both more than, more than capable um they're they're, they're guys that know I mean, al has been here already in, in uh one stint as an assistant uh does a great job as associate head coach and, and all that currently he can really recruit i mean he's Kyron Lindsey kind of his connection uh so I'm clear and then uh and then Steve green is just uh coach green is older okay he would tell you he's on the tail end of his career I mean, he's in his late 60s. I believe that's right, but he's a he knows a ton of offense and all those things. But yeah, I mean, there, there's some dynamics that uh, I, I just I, and I hate to like point to. It's like it's not the player's fault. You almost just wonder who 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 was deciding. You know how how did you, how did you come about on the decisions? Let's go get this guy instead of this guy mm-hmm. um, because, like, I mean, North Shad <laughs> uh from Arkansas State, he was in on a visit uh, this past summer. I think at the same time that Fardos Amak was. Okay, yeah. you, you probably don't even know this name, do you? No Nor shadow, him. mere. I remember or, or you. Ta- okay, I remember okay. you talking about him. So, from, where's he from again? Well, he came from Arkansas State. Oh, sorry. Uh,
1: yes, I do remember you talking about him in the. Yeah, summer. so he
0: was on yeah. a he was on a visit. I think about the same time that that Fardos Amak was, and it, and it's pretty apparent. The, the, they they chose Fardoz or whatever and, and i think a lot of people would have agreed with that like they were covering this stuff but you look back at it and and Fardos has been hurt yeah he's he's you know just trying to work his way back in norshad is at university of miami playing with nigel nigel pack yeah averaging 14 and 10 i mean nor norshad nice. over over the weekend he well he and he you played against him last year at arkansas state i mean yeah. he, he he's a freak athlete it's just things like that, and so is that a coin flip? And it's like it just landed on tails that time, where some of the other landed on heads. I don't know. It's just it's tricky trying to put it together. I will say this: I don't. I, I think they will take a hard look at at their team and and make some different decisions or yeah. the way they go about it uh, in, into this offseason whenever it does get here because. It is fundamentally flawed right now, like their their roster is. And we can talk about some of the talent on there. And I don't disagree with that. But it's it's at some point it's not where it needs to be in this league. That's the yeah, that's what changes the dynamic. It's just not quite good enough in this league. And right. I don't know if all of your pieces will stick with you. I don't know if you want all of your pieces to stick with you. That's just kind of how the sport goes, but that that'll play out over the next 6 weeks, but to answer the question, um I I don't know why you you, you other than just trying to, you know, add some shooting to it, you know. Yeah. You uh, <clears throat> all
1: right. Uh Let's move on to a, a little football. That these kind of things are our uh you know side conversations but uh we see tyler shuck on a heisman list this week and this is a vegas heisman list it's, it's barely down, yeah he was that, he was down towards the to bottom barely. yeah that's right i, I believe uh, hundred to one odds is that what i saw i believe 100 100 to one odds is what or vegas or has shuck but hey that's a step in the right direction because you haven't had a quarterback on a heisman list in in quite a while so this is uh this shows the direction. This is just kind of more affirmation or confirmation, uh, like we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, with people putting you in your way too. they way way too early. Top twenty fives. It's just a uh, affirmation of your program moving in the right direction.
0: I, I agree. Uh, I don't think he, uh, you know the Heisman is in Tyler Shuck's future per se. I don't know right. if he would ever put up the numbers that would be needed or that you would win enough games uh, to be needed. I wouldn't just totally rule it out, but I think it is a, a, a sign because this is a Vegas deal. They don't care that they're, they're not. Right. right. favorites or that they're just looking at the data and, and all that. And I did think it was interesting that there was only of, of the list that I saw, there's only four big 12 players listed and Dylan Gabriel was one. And then you had the two quarterbacks from Texas uh, being on there and Quinn Ewers, And then Arch yeah. Manning, um, which you know that 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 one one will eat up the other. However, that plays out. But uh, but it is it is uh, it is nice when your quarterback is on there because there is some expectations, right? Uh, and some and some hope that you know that's a big reason why you should be successful next year. Or so uh, or this coming season, and uh, you know, we're still waiting on that schedule though. Still waiting on that schedule. <laughs> still waiting and waiting. Yeah. Could be
1: a release this week could be released by the time you listen to this could be another <laughs> two weeks. We, we have, I mean, it's, it's it, the, the things we've heard from the people that are supposed to be in the know have just keep changing all the time with that schedule. So. Well, uh, it was
0: supposed to be, uh, it was supposed to be this past week. Yeah. That's what it was originally, but, but in, and in, in, it wasn't, but I, I can, here's what I can guarantee you. It will be out by February the 1st. Okay. Yeah, it has to be here first. Yeah, it has to be. Uh, I believe it's in. It's in part of some sort of contract with the conference and the TV partners that it has to be released by, you know, February the 1st. So you've got about eight to nine days left uh, to wait. And I mean, Texas Tech was like most schools. They just went ahead and said, you know what, screw it. We're going to just start trying to sell season tickets. Uh, this past week we, hey we got six home games we know we're playing Oregon the, the, uh, right. the home opener we don't know anything else but send us your money you know that's, <laughs> that, that, and, that's you know and it's good yeah. timing right now because there's a lot of people that will do that for, for yeah Texas that's Tech, right the, Yeah, so that's right might, might as well so, jump in
1: yeah. um just branching off of the Tyler Shuck Heisman thing where do we see I know there's whispers and rumors and this sort of thing, but what's the status currently of Baron Morton? Is this a feel good that that you can still hold on to Baron Morton, or is this a revisit the conversation after spring?
0: Yeah, it's the latter. Uh, on on really, I think your roster is now intact uh, until you know early this week. If if somebody snuck into the portal, I say snuck, it wouldn't be they wouldn't have snuck in. People right. would, would know. Right. If anybody entered the portal uh mid uh midweek last week, there's that 48 hour window. And I, their names could could, you know, surface uh you know early this week or whatever. But then but if you don't hear anything, then then it's locked. I mean you're you're your yeah. you know, your roster is is you've got it until the May the first. I mean, I, I had heard rumors late, late, late. Uh, even into that that window closing, that Jeron Bradley was still, cons- mm-hmm. or, or people around him were considering it. Uh, sure. You know, so but I don't know. I think he's happy here, uh, but I yeah. You know, there's some dynamics at play there. So, uh, but I so I think yeah. You're you're, you know, your quarter because nobody can get in now, no matter what you do until May the first, and then it's only until May the fifteenth when it when it shuts down. So. Uh, be a busy, busy kind of time at that point based on what a lot of people want to do. Uh, and, there, and, and if you get in, in the springtime, there's not just a lot of time to like, okay, I'm going to get in the portal and then I'm going to, you know, go visit this or that. I mean, there's, yeah. you know, there's a this small window there. And uh, other Texas tech the
1: player that's no longer going to be on the roster because he's moved on to uh, NFL pastures, Tyree Wilson, and it looks like every single draft board you look at, he's nowadays. And this wasn't this way originally, but is top ten, maybe even top five pick.
0: Well, you're starting to see. I find it humorous because I think there were some people that just didn't really believe that or buy into it. Uh, I do think <laughs> that it hasn't been widely reported on with his foot injury. You know, I don't know yeah. if that is if, if if that is well known uh in, in those circles or it's yet to come to light uh i i think he he is somebody that went and saw one of the, the nfl teams one of the best doctors as it relates to his particular foot injury and i think he'd actually had the same injury before i think he's going to be fine uh so I, I i guess my point is i don't know whether this is not even really a factor right in the way he's being mocked uh in these mock drafts or if it just hasn't come to light yet but but bottom line is you get the sense what we all knew Mm -hmm. the dude is an absolute monster and you're talking fifth sixth pick in the draft and some of these mock drafts and so we're clear when you talk about a mock draft you have to understand these are typically um scouts and media types that talk to each other these aren't these aren't quote-unquote decision makers for NFL franchises so these aren't the people that are actually making the decisions on who to pick and why and the business of the NFL in mind and and the business of running a team in mind and trading and all this business. This is just the scouts opinion, but I know Daniel Jeremiah from the NFL network uh, who is widely respected in in this space uh, had him, I think fifth or sixth, maybe it was to the Seahawks. I think uh, that I saw, but either way it's heavy, heavy, heavy praise. Yeah, because you you get mocked in that range. I mean, it almost you'd be shocked to see them fall out of the first round unless something comes up that we don't sure. know about. But yeah, sure. anyway. But yeah, it's I, I can't be more excited for for him.
1: Yeah, so cool to see, and man, he's gonna be fun to watch on Sundays very soon. Um, two more questions. Level one of them basketball ish uh, starts with uh, what What are the odds that we can see the Pinkins kid, no, he's just a sophomore at uh, Friendship, but he could end up at Texas Tech.
0: Yeah, I mean, if if Al is here, I feel you know really good about that. Obviously, I think uh, you know Al's a lot of their ties. I think they've heard from the Maryland's and the Florida States, and there's a bunch of East Coast kind of ACC type schools, uh, you know that had that had been staying in contact with with Al. Obviously, he spent a lot of time at University of Florida, and there's a lot of people that saw uh Patton uh played on there but uh, no he's yeah he I, I've watched him play several times my kid actually played against him years ago in some youth stuff here when they're first stint and he's just uh you know he's smooth and you know three level scorer and and he you know he just got a real good IQ he's a coach's kid I mean that's the best way to say it
1: yeah yeah coach's yeah, kid
0: yeah, and, yeah. um yeah, he I'll scored 1000 talk- yeah. points in his uh prep career that's crazy
1: and he's not yeah through his sophomore season i'll say the one player and I, that that i've seen at the high school level in west texas that he would compare to is jared culver just the this same three level type of scorer, um very impressive type of player and and can put a team on his back when he needs to so would love to see him at texas tech if but mm-hmm. he's he's just a sophomore uh this last question for um i'm trying to get the the name for you here this one from drew hey level who's your pick to win the royal rumble <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh i well one i don't know who's in it oh okay <laughs> i mean i know you know there's always surprise entries and all yeah. those things yeah I, I don't man i don't know yeah without knowing who all the entrants are i'm trying to think of who uh you know who they would would yeah, want a headline with because typically that is somebody it'll it'll either be, uh, you know, I don't think Roman Reigns is in it, but maybe Sami Zayn might be in it. Uh, and if so, I, I would I would say he's got a good chance to win because they're setting up something for for WrestleMania. Um, yeah, I, I would bet it's one of those two guys, actually, when I don't they, they may not both be in it. But if either one of them is in it, I bet one of them wins when
1: I hear you talk wrestling level not judging but when i hear you it's like you're speaking spanish to me <laughs> i'm hearing these names i'm like oh roman reigns i know that word i know that word it's <laughs> it's like just getting a little bit of spanish that i know it's the same with wrestling but uh hey okay. you're the man you know it
0: yeah. it's, it's, hey so do the people man the people you, you got to play to the audience sometimes man you need to know your audience better would woodman and you
1: you've been to wrestlemania multiple times right
0: Yeah, both times it's been at AT AT&T Stadium, I've been. Yeah, it's a scene. It's like...
1: Like, so if you're not a wrestling fan, worth it to go? Like, just to to experience it?
0: Oh, I mean, it's like nothing I can explain. And I've been to Final Fours before as a broadcaster and as a fan. I've been to big-time football games before. I've been to the masters you where know, i've been to world series before the masters multiple times yeah i've seen a i've seen a lot i've been to the nba finals before you know and that 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 whole deal is just it's a it's a scene now i don't even know any other way to explain it but i would <laughs> i would highly encourage yeah just to experience it one time if it's ever close to you
1: all right last one for you from me you a fan of snow because uh, we might get some this week, And when you listen to this.
0: Well, I just I just left it uh, over the weekend in Kansas. Uh Ooh. was kind of afraid that wasn't gonna get back here uh over the weekend. Uh and so thankfully that dodged that because uh yeah, you know, anytime it's like, hey, we can't take off yet, we gotta de-ice the wings and all this business. You're just <laughs> like, Oh man, this is stressing me out. <laughs> but no, it was like snowing sideways. Uh and I think it's probably probably part of the same kind of i I don't mind it in moderation i think it kind of it just makes everything dirty it's kind of a pain there's times where it's real peaceful and you know the powdery snow i just don't like the i don't like the ice stuff yeah the ice and the slushy stuff that comes with it just makes everything filthy
1: chris have a great week i would love to sit here and talk a two and a week next week if uh you know if you want to drub that up however you can
0: choice let's do it man let's do it let's drub (laughs) it up yeah (laughs) Yeah, hey man, we'll, we'll keep grinding, uh, keep uh, trying to make the, these uh, podcasts entertaining, and and it, it just it sucks as a as a Red Raider and alum and, and yeah. seeing kind of where this program has been to see it struggling, but you just got to keep fighting. You have one of two choices: you can either keep fighting or give in. You know, yeah. uh, and it's like, and I just you just can't give in. You just can't as a fan as a as a whatever. And it's 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 fair to criticize and and the, the reasons why and all these things. That just comes with the territory, but. Uh, you you, you got to keep uh, grinding because it's hard to get it back once you once you ultimately lose when a program is sure. rolling. It, it is hard, uh, as hard as it was to get it to this level. You just don't want it to see it dip, and so you got to keep fighting to, you know, to remain relevant.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Well, have a great week, brother. Keep hope alive, man. You too. That's Chris Level. I'm Choice Woodman. You've been tuned in to the Ask Level podcast, brought to you by Double T ninety seven three.
0: You've been listening to the Ask Level Podcast, powered by Double T 97.3. For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to DoubleT973.com.